Hi, and welcome to Voice on the Air, a podcast series brought to you by Voice at the Table. Voice on the Air explores topics that address common workplace challenges and help you to figure out how to grow in your career. Our aim is to give you tips, insights, and ideas so you and your organization can develop and stand out. On each episode, we invite guests who will share their knowledge and advice in their specialist area. I'm your host, Andrea James. I teach busy professionals like you how to cook so that you can eat nutritiously even when you're focused on your career. Let's begin today's episode with a look at networking for career success. And we have a privilege of having Joanna Godoin. She is one of <laughs> the associates here at Voice at the Table, and she's our networking expert. So I'll let Joanna introduce herself. Thank you very much, Andrea. Yes, I'm Joanna Godoin. I'm an associate of Voice at the Table, and I also run a business called Inside Out. And I help people achieve greater professional success by working with them on how great their professional relationships can be through their image and impact. So helping them with their appearance, body language and voice skills. And one of my specialist areas, one of my specialist business scenarios is networking. So I help people have the confidence and the skills to go to networking and actually achieve results from it. Networking. I know for some people, for me included, at first, it's a bit of a dirty word. It's like, ah, oh, when it comes up. <laughs> no, not that thing again. Yes, it does feel, um, feel most people with dread, um, has to be said. Um, there are few people that absolutely love it. Even people like me that really like it often have the moment of, right, here we go. And I recently have heard people trying to rename it to all sorts of other things. Um, you know, they just want to cover it up with a different term. Mm. But really, I think a lot of it is about mindset. If you don't like the word networking, it's really thinking about building strategic relationships that can help you in your career. And often people think, well, I don't have a sales or business development role. So actually, I don't need to go networking. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a particularly prevalent thought for people that are in corporates. And what I always say to people is there are, firstly, there are other reasons to go networking. It's not just about business development. Yeah. It's about you broadening your network. Perhaps, uh, dare I say, you might want to leave your company one day and do something else. Mm -hmm. If you've got a network built, then you've got other options, potentially, of where to go and how to look for jobs other than via recruiters and directly with companies. Getting yourself known as an expert. Learning from other people and just having a support network. So there are definitely a lot of good reasons for going, um, but I understand that people find it really hard to think about, oh, I've got to go to that room full of people. I, I totally agree regarding the non-sales role and how it benefits you because one, one thing that I hadn't realized when I first started going was that it really expanded my circles because we tend to mix with the people we mix with. And going to networking, especially in areas that I are outside of my field in a way, mm -hmm. it just made me meet people who I wouldn't normally speak to, listen to them, get different perspectives. And that helped me. This is while I was still working in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. Just expanded the way I view things and how I communicated. And that, you know, even if I didn't sell a single thing, mm. it's helping me in meetings. And yes, for sure. 
It's, and I think the thing is, it's not thinking about an instantaneous result from networking. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, uh, today actually, I had a great example. I've been going to a breakfast group for over a year. And I was uh, talking to someone at networking, another group, the other day, who actually I'm trying to work with. So I, he, I, he would be giving me some work. So obviously okay. keen to build that relationship. And he mentioned someone he'd introduced me to, um, which is all great. But he actually then went on to talk about their need at the moment. And immediately I thought of somebody from my breakfast group who I know could help his contact. Yeah. So think how far out that is, actually. And okay, you could say, well, it doesn't benefit me. Why would I do it? But mm-hmm. actually, I really enjoy helping people and being able to connect them to the person that can help them. But actually, it does reflect well on me because my contact can see I'm helping one of his contacts. Yep. So it's not always a direct thing. And um, what I sort of mentioned earlier about the not necessarily a sales opportunity either is um, we actually at Voice did an event for CBRE a few months ago and I led a little group discussing networking and one of the ladies there made the point that she always networked from when she was very junior in the company and she said the thing is when she then got to a business development sales role she had a ready-made network so actually winning new clients and business was easy because all the people she'd met at networking that might have been from university even when she knew people there or initial career stages you know going out with other sector people whatever it might be they were then a lot warmer contacts to sell to effectively yeah to use the other frowned upon word sell um, but it made her job at that point much easier you can't suddenly build a network when you need one yeah and i think that's an important thing to remember if you're going with the attitude of going back to what you said before of you're helping somebody else's contact with somebody that you've met so it's got nothing to do in a way with you if you go with that approach it makes the First of all, the interaction a lot gentler, calmer. You don't feel like you need to pitch something. And so that worry of what do I say is it's less, I think, mm. because you think, well, I'm just going to go there. I'm going to listen to what this person has to say because who knows? I might be able to help them in some mm. random way. And, and over time you will build a relationship and who knows where that relationship will will lead to and time's really key and I I think one of the big mistakes people make at networking too quickly is to ask the question what do you do Mm. once you've asked that question it's then hard to go back to talk about the weather or the room or how you came to be there or whatever other small talk you might want to make and actually that puts you in a bit of a difficult position because if then you reach a sticking point on that it's kind of conversation over whereas if you've warmed up on other stuff and a lot of people say well I can't make small talk Mm. but think of what do I have in common with this person you know we've both come here so have they been here before might sound cheesy but we're not on a date here we're at an event so it's fine Um, a comment about the venue a comment about the the journey where they've come from all sorts of things you can just have a bit of a chat and then that really warms it up for later on and it makes the other conversation easier yeah and just to give you some context we met (laughs) (laughs) i just suddenly thought of it as as we were going along hang on actually we met at a networking event so you never know um at that point it wasn't like a hey how can i sell to joanna it wasn't any of that at all and 
yeah, I, we don't even know where where we will start working with each other or who will refer. Who knows? It's a mm. good relationship to have, mm. and and that's what I really cherish. Yes, it is important. And I think if you are doing a lot of networking and meeting a lot of people, it you do need to keep a careful track on it because you don't. People think oh, I just need to meet more new people. Mm. That's not necessarily the case. It's about reconnecting with the old ones too. Yeah. Um, but also um, thinking a bit more strategically. If you meet somebody, even if there's not an immediate need for your services, then um, but you like them, or there's some other reason, make a note in your diary to contact them in in three months' time after you've of course followed up after that event. Yeah. But you know, just to keep in touch and see mm. how they are because you can't suddenly go back to them in a year's time and if they're not on some sort of email list from you if you run a small business and they certainly won't be if you're in a corporate um, how are they going to remember you because if they're not on LinkedIn much they might not see you so just dropping them a line every now and then with people you think obviously you can't do it with if you meet lots of people with everybody um, but you know with the people you really genuinely like and mm. you could see some sort of potential with it's worth doing that yeah, that, I mean, that's a that's a really good tip. Um, just to wrap up for today, are there a few more that our listeners can take away for today? Yeah, sure. Um, the first one I'd say is you do need to plan networking in, in your diary. And it needs to sit there as quite a fixable appointment and decide what's realistically for you. You know, is it once a month? Is it once a week? And I know for women this can be particularly difficult because it tends that more the family responsibilities fall on them. That's just mm -hmm. how it still is. Um, so typically that makes evening events more difficult. Um, breakfast events perhaps difficult if you're doing the drop-off, depending on if you're doing one end of the day or both. And at lunchtime you might not want to do anything because you need to get work done to leave on time. So it can be very challenging, but try and decide something realistic for you and put it in the diary. Secondly, and this is something I cover a lot in the workshops, is select very carefully who you start talking to at an event. There's lots you can think about in terms of body language and cues for where you'll be welcome. If you a group or a person that it's inappropriate to, you've not read it right, it can then feel really awkward and not only difficult with that person, but really knock your self-confidence. So thinking about that carefully at the event is important. And um, thirdly, just remember that everybody is there to meet people and build relationships. You're not the only one doing that. Um, people have this great fear that, oh, this room doesn't need me, there's lots of conversations. But, you know, people are there to meet lots of people. So um, just remember that too. You all have the same goal. Fab, thank you so much. And, and thank you for, um, for listening too. Um, on our website, you can find out more about this topic. Joanna, she says she runs workshops. They're terrific. Um, find out more about this, about other resources, and of course, more on our free podcast as well. So thanks, Joanna, for your insights on, on how to be more successful at networking and, and build your career. I'm Andrea James, and we look forward to talking to you again at the next Voice on the Air. Remember to check out voiceatthetable.com for more. Thank you and goodbye.